What's shaking AC? <laughs> Not much. What's shaking with you? I, I was just kickboxing earlier. And, yeah, well, what was <laughs> well, because now that we're in stage three of reopening, with, like the gyms were allowed to have actual bags instead of just boxing the air. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> awesome. Well, and, and congratulations, because now that means you guys are finally open. I know. Finally. I'm so excited. Anyone watching this, please book a session and send us money. <laughs> Please, I'm begging you, go to Control V. Franchisees, you know, I will say uh, your franchisees have been incredibly uh, resilient and awesome. Um, In fact, I would say out of all of the brands that I know and work with and have in our community that yours definitely the the functionality of of the, uh, that's the right way to put it, of the the, the phases or not the functionality, but the, the phases just didn't work for you guys. Did the fact that you couldn't open because you weren't classified and all that, like that's nuts. So you guys really, here you go though, right? Let's go now. Let's go. The gate is open. We've been chopping at the bit. We're like that horse in the road the rodeo. That's just ready to go. And now we're going to get out in the ring and start kicking around. Do you think somebody should make one of your developers should make a game about COVID? Like where you about running from people that have COVID? <laughs> You get a vaccine and then you get another vaccine, but you have to wait in between. (laughs) Do you think anybody would play it? (laughs) I honestly think there already is one like that. I've seen it. (laughs) Wait for the movies to come out too. The pandemic movies. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, anyway, let's get ranting. I have a topic that I want to rant and, and you're the expert on this one this time. Okay. Yeah. Cryptocurrency. <laughs> and, I, and I know you have those like three monitors behind you that are mining or something. And this all started maybe like, I will say you started talking about non-fungible tokens about like six or nine months ago with our team. And we were like, what the, what the non-fungible to- is he saying that right? And what is that? So um, I thought, why not m- mine your expertise here? <laughs> Let's okay. mine your expertise a little. Let's try to, I know for you, it's hard because you are very a detailed person, but let's try to keep it simple because I think that people need that because this is like cryptocurrency 101. Okay. So we might do more of this. We might go deeper, but I might pull you back if you start to go, you know? Okay. So let's start with what how as as uh, as succinct or 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 simple as you can make this what the heck for our listeners is cryptocurrency <laughs> okay so cryptocurrency is exactly what it sounds like it's currency it's something that you can use to buy other things it's in some cases a store of value the same way a dollar you can use to buy something you can use cryptocurrency to buy something a bitcoin or an ether or an ada or whatever it is right just like you have us dollars canadian dollars you know you've got different types of currencies one is physical where you have like a cotton note the other one is digital that's represented by a long string of numbers and you can use it to buy things Okay, that was a really good, very good A+. Plus. All right. Good, good, well, you're not the student on this one. I'm the student. Um, but I'll give you an A+. Plus. Um, so, okay. Um, so how can you get crypto? How can you get in on this? I'm going to ask you more questions about it. But first of all, how can you get in on it? Like, I want some crypt- cryptocurrency. Okay, well, there's, there's, a few, there's a few ways. One is you can uh, just go buy some. 
like you go onto a market and you buy some like so if you wanted to buy us dollars with your canadian dollars you just go onto an exchange and you'd buy it you know with your bank or whatever so with cryptocurrency you could take your canadian dollars and you can go buy some bitcoin on an exchange and then you've got it it's stored in a digital wallet um alternatively is you can mine it you can create it uh now that is a really long story because when when you do mining you do complex calculations that service a totally other initiative they help create this thing called the blockchain which in other words is like uh an, an internet you know and it's used for other things so by mining it you provide power to this internet and in exchange you get a coin it's called proof of work you can also take your coin and you can freeze it in a bank and that is liquidity. It provides liquidity for other people that are looking to trade it. And in exchange for that, you get coin as well. That's called proof of stake. Um, and there's all these other different proofing ways. There's proof of coverage and all this sort of stuff that you get rewarded for by with coins. So you can buy it or you can create it. Okay. So obviously it's more simple to just buy it, but then what, why would you want to have it? If you like, why would you want to buy it? Cause you're just trading it at a like face value, right? Well, I mean, the Not same reason mine it if you can, but if you don't, that's too complicated for you. Why would you want to have it just to go? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. So if, if you're not mining it and you're actually buying it, you would buy it probably for one. The main reason is you hope that its value is going to go up. It's going to appreciate just like buying a stock, right? You buy Tesla or Microsoft or whatever, $100. You want to sell it later at $200. Okay. Okay. And do we know that it's going to go up or is it just like anything else that it could fluctuate? And Well, it's just like anything else that it could fluctuate, but in general, there are trends and there's various news and, you know, wealthy families and mutual funds and stuff like that getting in on it. However, the nature of cryptocurrency is that it's decentralized. So that means it's not governed by any body like the federal reserve or whatever. So there's a huge amount of opportunity for market manipulation. So a very rich person that has billions of dollars, if they want to buy Bitcoin and it's just too expensive for them, they can manipulate the price down so they can get in cheaper and then it would go up. So there's risks with it, just like there would be with any investment. Got it. Okay. All right. And so, yeah, like what? Okay. So the only reason you'd want it if you were doing it that way is, is that it would be an investment. You're not... Yeah buying things with it at this point. It, it could be a store of value. Like some people, if they're if they're worried the economy is going to collapse, they're going to put all their money in gold. Like they will take gold bricks and hold it under their bed, right? Because oh. they believe that gold that is, like, yeah. So if there is a, a cryptocurrency that you believe is stable, you could just put all your money in there and store it until better economic times. Right. So it's not so much about spending it, though it sounds like it's more about, it's more of an investment thing. Yeah. I mean, you could buy stuff with it and yeah. it's, it's becoming more and more common. Yeah, and that's probably what is going to happen, I'm guessing, right? It's going to become a currency that we actually trade yep. things. Okay. Exactly. What the heck is a non-fungible token in comparison? Like, I well, I, I kind of are, okay, I kind of know, but I, I still hear it again and other people would probably benefit. Yeah, okay, so a non-fungible- my, my friend was wondering, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. what is an NFT? I've been okay. hearing about this and you started it by saying we're going to, well, I won't say anything, but yeah. Anyway, what is an okay. NFT? So the same way a cryptocurrency token or a cryptocurrency dollar is represented by a long list of numbers, right? A non-fungible token, which is similarly a, like a, a 
currency or a token is also represented by a long list of numbers. They're represented on a different blockchain. Most um, NFTs are represented on the Ethereum blockchain. So that's a competitor to Bitcoin. It, it has an unlimited amount of coins where Bitcoin has a limited amount. Anyways, I could go down that path forever. But the point is that when you when a cryptocurrency is created, it has a value that's tradable, okay? Like on the stock market. A non-fungible token is treated a lot more like a piece of art. So if somebody thinks it's worth a million, a billion, a trillion, that's what it will sell for. And usually it's associated with a piece of art. So somebody can create a really cool graphic of your head on Superwoman and they can put it out on the market for $10,000. And then there's an auction that bids it up, right? Some people, if they take this really awesome photo of LeBron James slam dunking a basketball and they're the only ones that took it and they want value for it, they'll release it as a non-fungible token. So it's like taking art and digitizing it. It's like taking uh, concert tickets and digitizing it. It's like, you know, buy an AC non-fungible token. And not only do you get a cool little piece of art that she scribbled, but it also gets you into whatever conferences. Right. Okay. So anybody could create a non-fungible token. Pretty much. Yeah. You might not get anything for it if people don't see the value, which is the risk. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Well, I think, I think I got a, I, I, I got my questions out and I think that was probably helpful. Maybe we'll do a part two. If you think there's more that we need to oh, get man, out. We can do like so many parts. <laughs> Instead of Andrew and Rob Rance, it'll be like the cryptocurrency series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's wrap it up. All right. One, <laughs> two, one. Fun. Go, Go be, be awesome. awesome.